Hey, how you doing? I'm Emmett Dempsey, mortgage broker and owner of Treasure Coast Mortgage, and welcome back to the channel. Today we're talking about my mortgage process from start to finish, from the very first time I talk to you to the very end when you're a client for life, and we do uh, your mortgage, your follow-on mortgages, and all your kids' mortgages too. So basically, uh, it all starts, you know, first and foremost, with the discovery call. So a lot of times you'll, you'll go to my website, you'll be referred to me, and then we'll schedule time to, time to talk. Um, yeah, that, that works for both of us, and we figure out what you want to accomplish. I call that the discovery call. Figure out you want to buy a house, you have a house already, you want to refinance. These are the goals you want to accomplish because ultimately you want to accomplish the goals that you want. You know, so that's what we want to do for for your mortgage. Nobody wakes up and say, "I would love to be in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt." A mortgage is a tool to accomplish uh, the mission of, of your family, basically to acquire a house um, and, and for your family to live in, as well as either that or investment. So we schedule the discovery call, we go over all of your details, figure out your qualifications, you know, we do a further loan application, uh, and then we usually send the, the online loan application, and which is the easiest way because it, it authorizes credit pull uh, and have you sign electronically, allows you to upload your documents, and you can do everything on your phone. So it truly is a, a one-stop shop for your uh, for your pre-approval. So once we do that, then we schedule a strategy call. So there's discovery and strategy. And most of the time, I, what I'll do on a strategy based on our discovery call is I will uh, usually do a video. Uh, I use a, a software called Mortgage Coach, uh, Total Cost Analysis. It's a really good program. Helps lay out side by side about all your mortgage options. So there are options. So um, a lot of clients don't know that. They, they, they think, well, I gotta put 20% down or I have to put, um, or you have to get a 30-year fix or 15 years or, or whatever it may be or um, you know so people I, I, I talk to say I gotta put 20% down and I show them well maybe not maybe put down 15 or 10 and here's how it looks and here's the different payments so at, at the strategy phase we, we look at all, all, all the possibilities and then uh, just kind of give you some clarity so after that uh, we get the uh, mortgage pre-approval Okay, so then you're, you're pre-approved, you have a pre-approval letter for you and your realtor, you're out, out shopping, and you're fully pre-approved, and they generally will expire every 30 days, uh, and only because your bank statements and your pay stubs and whatnot will get outdated, so we'll definitely, definitely need updates uh, to those. So, um, okay, so you're pre-approved, you're out shopping, you know, usually I follow up with, with my folks every, every week, say, hey, how's it going? Do you have any questions? You know, anything changed? Um, and, and then uh, eventually, hopefully, you know, <laughs> maybe in this market, you'll find a house that you guys are um, you're under contract, okay? And then we move to the next phase, basically contract received, as I call it. So your contract is received. Uh, I, I have so basically I, re I review the contract now most of the time here in Florida use the as is or they called a far bar contract for most resales um, it has certain what called boilerplate items about who pays what you know I make sure that the, uh, the initials are all signed and the dates are all signed everything's in there that needs to be there for instance like a condo needs a condo rider FHA or VA needs an FHA VA addendum everything's make sure everything's signed and, and ready to go and then we figure out who pays for what. Now, if you're using a builder, you know, a lot of times they have their own proprietary contracts and they're very voluminous and you have to dig through as to who pays what. Generally, they it's a lot of paperwork to tell you that they don't pay very much at all unless you use their folks. Um, but the builders are a whole other conversation. So basically, I, we get the contract, uh, we figure out who pays for what. Um, I'll update my pre-approval to make sure nothing's changed based on our initial discovery and strategy call as a previous. And then uh, we'll, the next phase is called disclosures. Now, most of the disclosures these days are all electronic. They're all, you can e-send them on your phone. 
it's all very, very easy. Basically, the initial disclosure package includes uh, one of the forms called the loan estimate, and you can check out my loan estimate video here. Uh, that's probably the most important piece because that, that discloses all of your fees, okay? So, uh, and then there's a lot of other disclosures basically say that I'm not lying on my application. I understand mortgage fraud is investigated by the FBI. Um, you know, all these different federal regulations. And I, I, I tell my folks that basically it's, you're saying, yes, I applied for a mortgage. And then after one of the pieces in there as well it's called the intent to proceed and then we, we can't proceed with the mortgage until you sign that and you can't order and we can't charge your appraisal and move on to the next phase so um on, on and on a purchase and refinance are kind of similar usually on a on a refinance you've already you agreed to these terms and then we kind of just move you know and it's kind of just race to the finish uh from here but you know in this video we'll talk more about purchases okay so basically you're on you're under contract and uh, so the next phase is the inspection period. Now this is basically your period to, uh, depending on the terms of your contract, you know, certain number of days to investigate the pro property to make sure that it's well enough, well enough to buy. You know, so you would uh, go ahead and do your inspection. And if you don't have have a home inspector, I have I have several that I, I work with that are that are awesome. Um, or I can refer you, or your realtor can refer you. Um, so you get the home inspection. Now the home inspection is not required by the lender, but it's 100% recommended. Now there are certain inspections here in Florida that are are required for insurance, namely what's called the wind mitigation, depending on how old your house is, and that if your house is generally over 30 years old, you'll need what's called a four point inspection. Okay, uh, so once you get those inspections, and then at this point, I can help you start shopping insurance. If you have an insurance agent, you can use who you want. You know, it's just one, you know, another value-added service that I do. I, I, I have certain insurance agents that I use. They, they shop multiple uh, vendors. It's just one, one less thing to worry about. Okay, so uh, you'll get the inspection. Uh, you get the, uh, those insurance inspections, and then basically you reach a point and you say, okay, here's my inspection report, and am I gonna move forward? Or is this house a piece of crap, and I'm not gonna move forward? So, um, and then we don't move to the next phase until I get the green light from you and your realtor to say, yeah, we're moving forward, and we're good to go. So the next phase um, is appraisal and title ordered. Now the appraisal is the uh, representation of how much the property is worth based on comparable sales. And generally, um, if, if you're paying cash, you're not gonna need that, obviously, this is a mortgage video. But uh, generally, you get a mortgage, you're gonna need an appraisal that determines uh, what the property is worth based on comparable sales. So uh, we, they order the appraisal, uh, order title, which is basically uh, making sure that the ownership you know, dates back to the, to the beginning of time. That's why you have title insurance. You know, there's I have other videos on my channel that talk about title. Basically, those are the first times that we do order out and it, and it uh, first like work order. And then it's also the first time you spend money because the appraisal you you pay for out of pocket. So I'm not going to charge you that money unless I know for sure that you're going to buy this house. So you order the title and the appraisal. Okay, and those are order outs. And then uh, we'll take all the documentation that, that you got during the, the discovery phase and pre-approval and, and, and things like that. And then, and then it's uh, called submitted to underwriting. Okay, so, uh, you know, so we don't need to wait for the appraisal to come back to submit to underwriting. You know, it depends on, on, uh, on turn times. But generally, we'll, we'll submit your loan to underwriting uh, with the documentation we have, and we'll get the uh, initial underwriting approval, which brings us to the next uh, milestone, basically, approve with conditions or loan commitment. You know, there's a provision in your contract. You have to have a loan commitment in certain days. Um, so you have to have a, a, an approval with conditions is a loan commitment. And every approval has a condition, no matter how clean you go into it. 
it's going to have approve with conditions and it's generally uh your driver's license the title the appraisal like i said we ordered the appraisal but it hasn't come back yet that's a condition of the loan i need the appraisal obviously known but getting the initial approval lets us know what items we need to satisfy the loan um so while we're waiting for other things to come back the title report has to come back all, you know insurance you know the appraisal has to come back so uh, that's what we're waiting on. So you have an approval with, with, with conditions. So loan, loan is approved, good to go, okay? And then um, either before or after that, you have what's called the appraisal received. Now the appraisals these days are taking a long time because it, it's a very busy market. And so just wait for the appraisal to come back. Now there's basically one of three ways that can happen. So the appraisal comes back at or above contract price. Yay, awesome, okay? Or the appraisal comes in low. So, you know, so basically the appraisal comes in very low or, or not very low, basically lower than contract price. So you have, you have, have a choice that you work out with the realtors. You, either the seller is going to drop the match or you guys are going to meet in the middle or you're going to just pay the contract price. And that's what we're seeing more and more of these days. Um, and and all, it's all market dependent, you know, because we add back and flow to seller's market and buyer's market. And really, you know, that's how your, your realtor will help you negotiate those depending on your situation. Okay, so uh, that's the next one. Okay, so like I said, we have an approval with conditions. Uh, my, 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 my team will uh, reach out to email you what the uh, conditions are, what things we need from you. Many times it's things we might have already gotten. And we try to anticipate those at the very beginning, all the way back in the strategy and uh, back in a strategy phase. Um, based on your situation, you know, items that, that I, I know I'll need. Like for instance, if you had a short sale 10 years ago, I'm gonna need documentation from that, but I'm already gonna know to ask for that. Or like if you're a veteran, uh, like I am, so I know I'm going to need a certificate of eligibility or if you had a charge off entitlement. So I, I, I kind of eliminate a lot of your conditions, 90% of them before you even get submitted to underwriting. You know, so that's kind of what we do uh, here. So, uh, and then my processor will, will submit the documentation based on the checklist. Okay, you send it back to her. You know, most of the time it's your escrow deposit. Like, you, like you know, on a contract, you're going to put down whatever is negotiated on your escrow deposit. I have to verify it leaving your account. Um, you know, basic little things I have to have to document. Okay, so once uh, we get all the conditions in, uh, my processor will, will submit it back to underwriting, and then uh, we'll, we'll clear it. And about ninety percent of the time, we'll get what's called a clear to close, yeah, or CTC. Okay, that's the next phase. Okay. And so clear to close means that just like you are, you're clear to close. Um, ideally, you get it, uh, you know, before, before your contract date, um, and then and, and there's a process um, that happens. Now, also at this time, the next phase, kind of before, usually before uh, CTC, was called a closing disclosure or early CD process. Now, I did a closing disclosure video here. You can check that out right now. But generally, the uh, the closing disclosure um, has to be signed three days before consummation. Okay, so that's what what they uh, what, the, what the government calls your closing. So in order to uh, get around that threat and get that three day wait, we as soon as we have certain pieces of the information, um, namely your appraisal and title back, and we're just waiting for for turn times to clear your loan, we can send that CD out early. So we don't necessarily have to wait for uh, like some lenders require a CTC than a CD. You know, my lenders allow us to do a CD first, which saves some time, especially if we're waiting at the end of the month, uh, then the turn times get up there. 
um, in, in, order to, in order to be able to close on time or early. Okay, so you'll get the initial CD, sign out electronically again, the same way that you got your LE. So you, you just, uh, you and, and if there's a spouse, a spouse, even if they're not on the loan, your spouse has to sign it as well. So that date st starts your three-day three day wait. For instance, if you want to close on a Friday, you have to sign by Tuesday. So it's just you know three days that you have to wait. In order, in order to sign that. And also, it, it holds true for refinances as well. Even though on an owner-occupied re refinance, you have a three-day wait, then a signing, then four days later is funding. It's like, again, another thing the government doesn't make sense about. Okay, all right, so your CD is out. Okay, so, so the next step is what's called docs out or balancing. Okay, so uh, you're, you're clear to close, you know, and it hasn't, so there, you have to wire your funds. Okay, how do you know how much, have, how do you know how much you have to wire? So what happens is the title company and the, the closing department from the lender do what's called balancing the package. So they figure out what's been paid. Did you pay your insurance upfront? Are you gonna pay it at closing? Or, and then they get the final figures um, to the penny. So and they know, and usually um, I'll, I'll advise my clients that you don't have to wait for a final figure. You can always overwire and, and, and get the the balance. I'll know a general ballpark about what you need to wire. So you don't necessarily need the exact dollar to the penny figure to wire um, in, in order to do that. And yes, you do need to wire those funds these days. Uh, cashier's checks um, are generally no longer accepted for closing. You have to wire those funds. Again, wire instructions, you definitely want to get directly from the title company or, or from me, um, even not even be email usually i'll i'll call them on the phone and tell them um over the phone about uh the wire instructions because you know, very uh, do your research on wire fraud it's very very important okay uh like i said you know uh, next one okay uh closing day okay so closing day you know i did another video about what happens on closing day so you can check that out here um and basically go in and sign a bunch of paperwork you know basically uh, along the lines of yes this is a mortgage yes i know i, I need to pay it back uh, and this is, I own this property now. And then uh, as I go in the video, there's a signing and a funding. So you, you sign your paperwork, the, the closer sends it off to the lender to, to fund, and then they get authorization to funding, and then you get your keys, yay. Okay, so that is the funding. Okay, usually you go and you know, you, and you cannot get the keys until you get funding. You know, as so I've had some funding, as I explained in the video that, you know, go over the weekend and you cannot get keys until you fund here in Florida, okay? All right, so that's the uh, that's the funded stage, and then you'll um, after that you'll you'll get uh, what's called what I call client for life. So you're gonna hear from me. You, you'll be, be part of our monthly digest called Homebot. Uh, have will have your your uh, monthly digest about what your home is worth. You know what if your Airbnb out a room, what it would be. You know just certain things about what your market you know market is, what rates are. You know, and, and you'll hear from me, you know, uh, throughout the process. So, um, I I know it's a lot, but those are the the general steps. Um, if you're and then you hear some more videos that, that talk more about the home loan process. Of course, if you're looking to buy, sell, refinance, I'd love for you to give me a call. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you guys on the next one.